Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the On Your Mind podcast. Uh, here with another episode with the boys, Tusk and Henners. How are we all doing, fellas? Fantastic. Yeah, we Excited. Was on we was on fire to start, so yeah. Okay, so obviously before we get started, um, I would just like to say Steve Smith, 100 for the Sixers BBL 56 balls. Thanks for coming. Uh, cheers. Classy. Thank you for the making my night. Um, I'll get that one out of the way quickly, just for everyone out there that loves Steve Smith. That was a great night. Oh. Fantastic. Um, all right, so we started last week with the um, AFL teams. We went through the Crows, the Brisbane and the Carlton. I uh, was starting 23s. Um, Henry was on fire with his Mighty Blues, as always. And um, we got Collingwood, Essendon and Frio today. So um, how are you doing, boys? Uh, what's happening? Not much, mate. Right. Work, living life. Yeah, yeah, same. I just want to, before we start on the team, I just want to give a quick shout-out to Will and his BBL fantasy uh, performances. We talked a lot of shit about you in that episode, and you somehow pulled a draft to remember you've actually finished above me and toby in the kfc super coach league can i oh, can i just jump in and say oh, i have not looked at that once <laughs> since yeah. we started can I say, thank you since i selected my team i haven't looked at it either <laughs> i haven't i haven't for like two weeks two or three weeks i never really made them any changes but i went back on knowing that it's close to finals and i had a look and i was like shit Will's pulled this one out of his ass. <laughs> That's uh, classic. I'm just That's a genuine classic. beast at the game, boys. I actually don't even know if I've got a team on the park. <laughs> That's classic. How do I look yeah. at my team again? Is there actually a way to do that? Because <laughs> oh, I'd love to see how we... Mine's logged out. Like, I haven't been on it that long, but I'm logged out of it. <laughs> yeah, but KFC Supercoach always logs you out. It's a bit stupid like that. Like, you can't say signed in. Yeah. See, I've still got Mitch Marsh, Chris Lynn, who have not played. Joe Richardson did not play. <laughs> A lot of did not plays. All I know is yeah. Inglis, 113. Yeah, but, Thank yeah, you for coming. You've still got Mitch Marsh. Mitch Marsh hasn't played a game yet. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's a it's a great innings from Mitch Marsh. Yeah, we don't have to keep talking about it, Toby, because that just makes us look a lot worse. Yeah, well, I'm pretty sure I've still got Mitch Marsh too. <laughs> so, oh, all right, footy. Underweight. So, we have Collingwood, Essendon, Fremantle, I believe, starting us off. Uh, is Collingwood, so that it would be Toby. Toby. All right. What might... have we got? So same layout. We're going to go from fullback all the way through. Yep. Betty so... Sub again picked. Let's roll. So um, I got a little bit of assistance. Um, I used my uh, networking and I hit up a fellow Collingwood supporter. Uh, shout out to Champ Branford out there. Um, and I've gone with a pretty similar 23 to what he gave me. So um, I'll start in the back pockets as always. Jeremy Howe and Isaac Quainor. Um, for yeah. those of you who have been looking on Instagram, Isaac Quainor is looking pretty uh, bulky. And uh, obviously Darcy Moore, if he can get up, uh, will be in the fullback. Yeah. Um, got Nick Dacos and Scott Penderbury on your halfbacks. So obviously they complement each other pretty well with yeah. uh, pace, IQ, um and Brandon, I've got Brayden Maynard at centre back, just a big ball. Um, I reckon he'll interesting. Be with... I do think he'll spend a bit of time on ball. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. So I'd say he would. Oh, he'd be looking for a bit of time on ball. Uh, I've got the other Dacos on the wing, um, and I've gone with Johnny Noble on the other wing. Uh, fought pretty hard last year, and I think he earned his self 
very deserved starting spot this year. I, I think he's underrated. Yeah, he was uh, underrated. He was very good. Um, underrated. And uh, so I'm starting. I've gone with a little bit of thought behind. Um, obviously, we're looking at round one. So I went with a little bit of a thought. And I've got Jordan Degoe starting at the center bounce. Um, I was looking at this purely through the um, eyes of round one center bounce. Bit of burst. Obviously, I don't expect him to be one to play that full game there as he, mm. but your stringer type player will never have the capacity to, but he has that impact to get your first clearance at yeah, your round one yeah. center bounce. Yeah. Uh, now, I was debating whether this guy deserved uh, the wing spot still, but I think uh, still side bottom uh, goes right on half forward flank still. Um, and he can play that half forward leading role. And it's kind of an extra wingman for them in a way anyway. He'll push up the ground and get sort yeah, of involved yeah. still anyway. So he's he, in a yeah. way he's an extra on baller. So he probably makes that well. Um, the new recruit, Dan McStay, center half forward, um, was again debating, is he going to float deep? Is he going to go back? Ooh, maca, maca. Is, is he going to float? <laughs> maca, maca. Will he be deep? Um, or no, is he, is he going to be, in a, if he'll be in a step fender, but playing high was mm. the more logical option for me. Uh, Hoskin Elliott, another pretty much extra wingman, uh, in a way, just runs a, just pretty much runs straight lines up and back leading. Um, Henry's mate, Jamie Elliott in the forward pocket. Um, remember when he uh, yeah, thanks goal? for that one, mate. Yep. Yeah, cheers. Just what we'd let you know. Um, Brody, my, Brody, my check out the square. Um, very underrated and under the radar goal kicker. Um, a very good marker as well for his height. Uh, and obviously Jack Ginevan in the forward pocket. Uh, but interested, I'm very interested to see how he's going to go this year. Um, um, uh, so that's my feel. Uh, I've got the, I'll go over the followers. Darcy Cameron in the ruck. Um, now that Grundy's gone, he's their only option. Uh, besides six, Mason 610 Cox, but. Um, yeah, uh, Jack Crisp starting on ball with uh, my mate Tommy Mitchell. Um, it's no longer your mate. <laughs> the interchange, I got Ash Johnson. Um, his ability to just kick a goal from anywhere ever, mm. he is, can change the game, is absolutely absurd. He only needs six touches and you'll have your four, five mm. goals. Paddy Lipinski, uh, other bench spot. Hopefully he can uh, boost himself up to that, what he did for the first five rounds last year. Um, Obviously with their depth, he's going to be probably a wing rotation or a half forward with that side bottom type role. Uh, I've got Taylor Adams on the other, uh, another interchange spot, obviously with the goalie starting in the middle. I had to cut out one of the midfielders. Um, Thought that could be crisp due to the fact you can throw him half back if you want to as well, because that's where he started. But um, I went with Taylor Adams because you can swap him onto a wing. And if Dacos or Noble go hard for five minutes early, Adams can also play on a wing. Not to say Crisp or can't. Uh, I've got Bo McCreary, another um, one who can probably go forward and back if you wanted him, if you really wanted him to um, as your last bench spot. Um 
and I've got my Medi subs. I've got three written down, just purely tactical advantage. Uh, Mason Cox, Bobby Hill, um, and whether uh, McRae wants to do that, debut Ed Allen. So that's my Collingwood 23. The only thing I'd question or ask is if Adams is fit round one, I think he slots onto the field. He has to be on the field. I would say that's where Adams goes on ball to go to maybe that Hoskin Elliott spot, that Hoskin Elliott start on the pine, even if it's the other way um, with the steel side bottom. I think side bottom might play through that midfield rotation. So as bad as it sounds, I know he would happily do it as an older veteran of the game, start on the pine and work his way on ball in that rotation. Allowing Adams to be on the ground. Yeah, I got two things uh, relating to that. So, if you're going to put Hoskinelli on the bench, who are you taking off that bench? Uh, Ash Johnson. Well, Ad, Ad, well Adam. If Ad, if Hoskinelli is off the oh, bench, no, Hoskinelli is staying on the Adams bench. Adams is already on the bench. Ad, yeah, okay. Adams is already on the bench, so Adams will go on to go yeah, into yeah. Hoskinelli. Hoskinelli yeah, yeah. to the bench. Just a three-way yep. switch. Yeah. Yeah, and also, uh, what are your opinions with percentage of time for Nick Dacos on on ball? As centre ball appearances this year, do you reckon he'll be in the middle March or one percent? No, not March. much. Uh, you're going to see more this year. You're going to see more of Maynard. Um, yeah, Pendles will still go through. Side bottom will still go through. Adams gets back, he goes through. To go, he's going to go through. I Mitchell's think they want to going to more try and keep like they did late last year. Try and mm. keep Dacos at the back half and just get the ball in his hands. Let him start the play from half back. And same yeah. goes with Pendlebury. Pendlebury would spend some time in there, but I think um, he'll spend a bit more this year at the back line, giving Maynard, Crisp, all those boys a bit more run yeah. through on ball. Yeah, which is a bit of a shame for Nick Dacos, I think, because like, he was he was amazing running through the middle last year. And I think like, as he gets a little bit older, he'll obviously get more time in the middle. But he just, yeah, I, I, I am a bit disappointed to see him being pushed back full time, I think. You know, I like him back there because he's a really good user of the ball. He starts plays, allowing him to be from back there and his work rate. He starts the play, but then he, he leaves his forward with him or yeah. out the back and he goes and gets it again. Once they have the ball, his work rate to work offensively and beat yeah. his opponent is unreal. Then he gets back and defends him at the same time. So I think yeah, yeah. I think at the moment, let the kid develop down half back. He's, he's going to play alongside one of the best silky players of the game to ever have played the game. Um, mm. for hopefully another two years um, in 2024 as well. I reckon just leave him there, let him learn off Pendles and, you know, once yeah. Pendles goes and there'll be there'll be time to jump in and when there's time to jump in, I, I know he'll take that because he's obviously a freak at the game. So, yeah. yeah. I think it would be nice to see him just learn. I think just let him learn off the back of a superstar mm. and become a superstar himself, which is already showing he's definitely going to be yeah. one. Yeah. And I guess he's also got like, uh, like there's some absolute big names like in that midfield for Collingwood as well. Like imagine just going to training like him, even though he's going to play at defence this year, he's still learning off like Tom Mitchell and players like that that are just absolute ball getters. And like in two or three years' time, he could be the next pig. Yeah. So he's got you know he's he's got so much around him that can teach him in his early days. So once he gets going, it'll be pretty big, I'd say. Yeah. All right. Bombers? The Bombers. Over to you. Henry Bombers. All righty. Henry so, Bomber Thompson. Bombers are a bit of a tickle. Like, Will Minson. 
Get him off! Will Benson! <laughs> rocket, rocket. Oh, I can't think. Just had to throw that one in. I felt it. Um, I would right, like, let's go. I'd like to add uh, something but just about these three teams. They're all yeah. – the three teams we're doing today, uh, I, I know you guys probably – I had a lot of trouble picking who's going to go where, what mm. their type of role they're going to develop. And I think it's going to be the same for your two teams. There are lots of yeah. non-superstars. With their, their two mm. or three unreal players, but the yeah. rest of them make the team the top eight team, not, yeah. the, well, not well, the, the thing is, 13 to eight to 13 stuck in the middle. Like, the, yeah, pretty sure the Blues have been pretty nine to 30. Yeah, isn't that yeah. right, Henry? Yeah. yeah, um, but also, like, yeah, like you're saying, and relating to that, the Bombers, like, you'll hear in a minute, but they've got so many fucking forwards. Like, it is ridiculous, and then they drop. It is so well. hard. Yeah, I know. Like, it's just and and because a lot of them are around about the same sort of standard as well. Yeah, so and height as well. They're really small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I've also had to um, bring that in uh, to play as well. Like I don't want to have too many small players in the forward line, so I've had to I've had to pick a couple tools. So, but yeah. So starting at fullback, I got uh, Jacob Laverde. Um, yeah, he was pretty solid for Bombers last year. Uh, pockets, I got uh, Kelly and Ridley. Um, classy, classy enough. They, they've obviously got plenty of talent. Um, off halfback, I got uh, McGrath, Heppel, proven leader. He's been at the Bombers for so long now. And Mason Redmond, I reckon, last year was his best year. Um, he was crucial uh, in for the Bombers last year. He was amazing. Um, and then in the middle, I got uh, Sam Durham, uh, Zachy Mera, and I've given the starting other wing spot to Will Setterfield. I, I like think, that. I think he he's tried to prove himself at Blues. The Blues midfield is too it was too strong for him to stay in there. But I think Essendon they don't have a strong enough other winger, and he can he can fill that role if he. If he shows what he's made of, he'll be able to keep that spot. Um, so, yeah. And then uh, moving on. So, half forwards, you got Nick Cox, uh, Jake Stringer, Package, uh, and Nick Martin. No Package, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then I think in the pockets, got Waterman, Peter Wright, and also I'm going to go for... <sighs> See, I, I'm I'm throwing up a few names, and I still haven't. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Perkins, but I reckon I'll swap one of the half forwards that are already there, move them into the pocket, and let Perkins play at half forward. Uh, who are your half forwards, sorry? Half forwards are Cox, Stringer, and Martin. Yep. So maybe even Stringer into a pocket or Cox, Stringer or Cox. Just put Stringer deeper, place yeah. right and deep, um, Stringer deep. Yeah. However, I will say real quickly why we're on the Stringer before. I think the package last year, someone forgot to post him in the finals campaign because he never got there. Yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> no. All you right. can't see what was your... right now, but don't worry <laughs> about that, everyone. How is, what's the interchange look like? Yeah, so Sam Draper. Um, Darcy Parrish and Dylan Shield, and mm-hmm. then on on the pine got Will Snelling, Tex yes. Lennon, uh, 
Citus and uh, Montgomery as well. He did. He's not getting that starting half forward or back. Uh, not half forward, back, half back or back pocket role. But I think he deserves a spot on the bench. Yeah, and then Tipper for the sub. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, so obviously Tipper is. So obviously Tipper is the. Um... That's just a matter of whether he is fit round one or not. But yes, that's yeah. the I I can see I can't see him pushing anyone yeah. out just yet. Yeah. Um mm. did you have Sitsis there? Yes. On the pine. Yeah. Um yeah, if the only thing I'd change is if worthy or if if what I've heard rumors are true, I would have I know he's only just been drafted, but he is a mature age. Teams don't pick up mature age players, you know, mm. for no reason. Montgomery, I've heard, did make sure Peter Wright bring his own soap and gave him a bath in their trial. I would say, yeah, chuck him on a back flank, let him play up. Um, yeah, yeah I've, got, I've, I've, well, I've, I've got him on the bench. I just think I don't know who I'd take out of that back line yet. Probably yes. Ridley, actually. Oh, Ridley I would even Kelly. give – I would. did you have Nick Hind off halfback? No. No, I've ben, got McGrath. I've got McGrath. Ah, uh, he's not on there. It has to be. Has to be. Has Nick Hines not anywhere. Has to be on no, there. No, no, he's has not. to be on there. Get rid of. Get rid of Nick. Nick Hines must be in the back half. I would to. even push McGrath to a wing and right, put Nick Hines. Um, Actually, even Nick Hines on a wing. So who I, would you take out? I of that had. Pocket? I had. Uh, I did a little like. Um, I had Redmond back pocket, Hines yeah. half back, McGrath a wing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But that, what, okay. and take Durham off starting wing? Yeah. Yeah. Push yeah. him to the pine and even who, who's your two interchange? Uh, well, Snelling, uh, Wanganang, and Wanganang. Yeah. I'd put, I'd take yeah. Wanganang off Wanganang. and put Wanganang as your mini sub, and I'd put, um, yeah, 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 your hind in there and put Durham onto yeah. the pine. Yeah. But like, would they, would they put Wanganang mini sub though? Because he's yeah. so young, wouldn't they just? Yeah, they've him? done it many times before. I think he's he's still a player that can play versatile roles. So leave yeah. him as your mini sub, and you know, if if at the start, if you need it, then you know he needs yeah. to go back. He goes back. If he needs to go forward, he goes forward. This really yeah. is a hard team to pick. Wow. Well, yeah. wait till your Freo one. Your Freo one's just as hard. I was confused with many things. Um, There's players you could put anywhere. So Essendon this year have Sam Wiedemann. Mm, I, I think you start VFL. Oh, there is. I think Wiedemann does start VFL purely because they already have their forwards established. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. And they've Harrison already got Jones. so many forwards. Yeah. However, they now have the ability to go. You're not playing good football. Go to the twos, get form. Wiedemann, you're in. Harrison Jones, vice versa. Um, and I exactly. do like. I do like the. Uh, um, the idea of a Kyle Langford as well. That's um, yeah, he's a good. I know. It's I know. There's just like three. I swear, bloody three quarters of Essendon's list is forwards. Well, I it's had just um, so difficult. I had Stringer starting on the bench purely because I didn't know where to put him. Yeah, well, yeah. I I don't know. I I put him. I put him starting eighteen because yeah. me purely. I mean, when he's on, he's on. And yep. you know, if he's if he's in one of those phases, he needs to be starting. So 
I'm just hoping that he's going to be in that sort of mindset for round one, but he might not be. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Very good, very good. All right, All right. so the Fremantle Dockers. Now this this was hard because obviously you've got your players that are obvious in their positions, but around that there aren't too many that would, you know bit the box. You could throw it many ways. So I'm going to go from back pocket first. So I've got Alex Pierce, Joel Hamling, and Luke Ryan at fullback. I think Luke Ryan this year is in for a big one. I think he's going to control that back six. Much pressure won't be on his hands purely because off the flanks, you've got Hayden Young, Jordan Clark, two boys that now have a bit of experience in the game. Yeah. Very, very good years put together. Very nice years. And I think, yeah, Lukey Bryan now can control that back half. Not as good as, but like Hodgie used to and really take, take the game into his hands. You know, obviously for fantasy wise as well, kick in, which is a plus three every time um, at center half back. I've got Brennan Cox. So I think he's just going to float around as well. Just play some, some football. Uh, on my wings, I've got young Nathan O'Driscoll, and I think this year Will Brody will spend some some time on the outside. Um, I think just picking up O'Meara pushes Brody on the outside, but yeah. I think you'll still see him at times go through. Um, you're just going to see him on the outside a little bit more. Um, uh, if fully fit, I've got Fifey back at half forward. Obviously, we'll rotate on ball as well. Um Luke Jackson, I've got starting center half forward. And I know I've spoken to Toby about this one already. He's not sure. He thinks Lockie Schultz, but I think give him a preseason. This guy will start first. Josh Corbett from the Suns. Um, at a forward flank, I think he can play. So Josh Corbett, Lockie Schultz, either way, I've got Schultz on the pine, so they can switch it around if they want to. But I think Corbett's proven already in Queensland that he can play football, just didn't fit into that Gold Coast side. Obviously, they had enough forwards playing unreal football. Um, My pockets, Michael Frederick uh, and Michael Walters. So the Michael squared and then big terminate out of the square. Back to the middle, in the centre, I've got the freak of the team, Brayshaw, Andy Style. In the ruck, I've got Sean Darcy, Caleb Sarong and Jagger O'Meara. On the interchange, again, obviously Schultz, so Corbett or Schultz, whatever way you want to play that. But then I've gone Josh Tracy, Liam Henry, and I've put Jai Amiss in there. I think his last few games last season, he proved to be something. With the Tabernet injuries. Yeah, I think he proved that he's a young forward on the rise for those boys. So I think he has to be in there and at least, you know, on the pine, give himself another crack. And then I had as my Medi sub, I had um I actually can't remember who I had to be honest. Um fuck, let me have a look. Uh, Henry. Yeah. Or Switzkowski. Was it one of them? No, Liam Henry's already there. James Ash. James Ash. Okay, yeah, nice. James Ash. I had I originally had him in the team over a miss. Yeah, I miss, but I think you've still got to have I think you've still got to have a forward, so I took him out. But even yeah, maybe even switch him and Liam Henry. So Liam Henry even come onto that 
that many subs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I uh, my one from that is I think like when he was back and then obviously he was out again, but Fife, um, when they said they played him forward, um and it was purely just he just stood in the goal square and he just let out as the ball come in. So I think I'd probably start him deep purely off the fact of what they did last year, whether that's purely just my opinion of what they did last year, whether they do that again, whether he's fitter again. Um, hopefully he's gotten rid of that handlebar moustache in the goatee this year. Um, yeah, well, that's what I've got him. I've got him at that half forward to start, but obviously, you know, the way the lineup, I think he thinks Sonny Walters will push up a little bit this year, leaving, you know, five feet deep with... Um, Tabitha. With Big Tabitha, yeah. And I think as well, at times, you might even see one of them float up and leave Lukey Jackson at the square on his own when he's time down there and goes with Sean Darcy as well. So um, it's a bit of an interesting one from the forward, mid through midfield through forward. I think your back six are pretty set, but from cool. forward, it can go really what are you? What are your thoughts on Luke Jackson on the ball? Don't mind it. I think he has the ability to run around as an extra on baller. I think what we saw last year at the end of the season with Geelong and Mark Blitzars, I think having the ability to have a ruckman who can follow up as an extra on baller and play as a follow-up ruck really benefits. And I think Luke Jackson has the ability to, yeah, you know, win a tap or lose a tap and then follow up as an extra on baller and get to the next contest. So I think that's a big positive for those boys. Yeah, love it. Great pickup. I like the uh, Nathan O'Driscoll as well. So, so do I. I was going to say that. Like him on the wing. My um, he's a nice player. Yeah, my first, my first look at them. I had Brody starting on ball, um, and I had O'Meara just like on the interchange purely, and I had Heath Chapman on the wing. But whether um, Heath Chapman can get back to where he was before he got injured um, last year, that's um. It's mm. another thing. Yeah, yeah. That was something I was also going to say about um, Will Brody and O'Meara. I feel like Will Bro- Brody deserves a bit more time on ball than he might possibly get this year. Yeah, definitely. Um, I I do think he deserves it. Yeah, but having but obviously another premium, it. yeah, obviously having another premium midfielder of Jack yeah. O'Meara, who's definitely also proved to other places that he is a mm. on baller. Uh, go win it. <laughs> It's whether it's um yeah one of those ones. I'm not sure. Does he does he play that out? I actually think you might see a bit of both. You know, I might see Brody and O'Meara play a bit of outside it, inside it, together. It all yeah. depends on what, which Jager O'Meara rocks up at Frio. That's true. Gold Coast or yeah. Hawthorne? Well, <laughs> yeah, Gold Coast was good. Hawthorne was okay. Gold Coast was good, but injured every three weeks. Hawthorne was good, but not very good. So pretty I much, Jagger O'Meara, do you want to spend some time on the wing, Will Brody? You can go in. Talking about playing once every three weeks, I heard a joke. I saw it on uh, Instagram today, actually. Oh, I can't wait. No, nah, it was Triple M. Here we go. It was Triple M, and this guy this guy, um, rang up. They're, like, they're doing a nickname segment, and his nickname was Tampon. Because when he played footy, he was, out for, he was in for one and out for three. Oh, no. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's oh, that's horrible. Yeah, so it's a. I, I have to agree. All three we did today was quite um, like everything could be played. 
Um, could go either way. A lot of players that could go, you know, this, that. So I do think it's one of those ones where, you know, if you're listening on, it, it may go this way, it might go that way, X or Y. Um, I think there's just a few teams that, yeah, you need to get get right one by one and players will rotate around a little bit. So it's a it's an interesting one. But next one, we've got Geelong, Gold Coast and GWS. I think you're going to get a bit more of a GWS might be a bit more set. Gold Coast a bit more set. Geelong pretty much set as well. So that'll be an interesting three to go at, I'd say. So I'm looking forward to that. Yep. All right. So um, anyone got any sporting news while we've got a, a couple more minutes? Um, a couple more minutes spare. William, we're, we're going to Patrick Mahomes takes the Chiefs to the Super Bowl. We win this uh, year. Travis Kelsey scores four touchdowns in the Super Bowl. Tom Brady eliminated first round. Uh, I've never seen him play that poorly in my life. <laughs> Um, Someone yelled out MVP, um, who's the GOAT? And I heard Patrick Mahomes get yelled out many times because I think he's better than Brady. Yeah. Everyone still tells me he's the GOAT, mate. And if I'm I'm seeing stuff at the moment, if that was the GOAT, then wowee, Pat Mahomes is going to be the GOAT of two. Yeah, there we go. He's going to be the big GOAT. Yeah, tomorrow, mate. Uh, How's the uh, Clippers going, Henry? Clippers going along well, are they? Going well? Been keeping up with them? Moving on. (laughs) <laughs> that was a genuine question. It's a genuine question. I will be honest. On the NBA side of things, if, if we take away Luca from my team, we're Orlando Magic. Yeah, we, we don't want to talk about my team. <laughs> yeah, you guys still haven't got a win or something, eh? Ten, ten game losing streak. Oh, you guys are doing all right. You'll get there. All right, that is it for this episode. So next we've got Giants, Geelong and Gold Coast. We will see you soon. Cheers, guys. Have a good one. Cheers.